Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Megan Patterson and Aaron Jensen. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan story series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of aesthetic PA, expert injector, national National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen. We are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit, while making you laugh along the way. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Through Thick and Skin podcast. My name is Megan Patterson, and I'm Aaron Jensen, and we are back with it. We are on episode number ten. ten? Yeah, <gasps> double yes! digits. We've made Woo-hoo! it. We've arrived. We are back at it, and we can't thank you guys enough for sharing this with your friends and family. Uh, for people who have a little extra time on their hands. Uh, Please and thank you. So today's topic, work-life balance. How do we do it? How do we do it? I think I get that question a lot, like, how do you do it all? And again, you guys, social media, you always put, you know, you're putting everything you're doing out there. So, I mean, yeah. we're busy people, and I think we do balance our lives in certain ways. But just remember, social media, social media. It, yeah, I mean, social media can be so helpful. It's how mm-hmm. we connect with most of our listeners. It's how we've built our brand. It's how you've made friends. It's how I've met really unavailable men. <laughs> so social media can definitely be a good thing. Yes. But um, I'm never going to post like my struggle meal. I'm never going to post me crying in the shower. I'm never going to post uh, my bank account balance. Um, you know, I'm never going to post the used car that I drive. <laughs> These are all things I'm very grateful for, by the way. Um, but you always see the shiny side of things. Yes. Um, so it might look like we definitely have it all together, which we have a d- very blessed life. Um, but it isn't always perfect and fun and easy breezy. No. Like this shit does not come easy. No, it doesn't. And I think it's good to discuss everything we have to do to get there. Like it's not just like, oh, we opened this business and boop, here it is. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit that goes behind the scenes, plus having a life yeah. too. And so I think the, the both sides can struggle. So we're yeah. going to talk about that. Um, I wanted to tell you this story. I haven't told you this story yet. So I am a mom of three kids. You might've heard that in our last episode, our pregnancy episode, but, um, at my kid's school, you have to sign up to do crosswalk duty at least like four times throughout the year. So everyone kind of helps out getting kids out of the car. So one of the dads is doing crosswalk duty. He's in his little orange vest, like crossing the kids. I dropped the kids off. He's like, Hey Aaron. He's like, so last night I was listening to your episode, your podcast episode, because I couldn't sleep. And my daughter walks in the room right when you say, oh, I've seen so many buttholes. <laughs> and she's like, mom, why does Drew's mom look at buttholes all the time? <laughs> and I was like, what did you, he's like, I didn't know you were going to say that on the podcast. Like, I didn't know. I'm like, well, it says explicit on all the podcast. All our episodes are NC-17. <laughs> this dad's really cool he's like but yeah just so you know i had to talk about how you saw a lot of buttholes i'm like why did i use that word butthole like now that like and a boner. word haunts me butthole haunts and me. boners well at least you didn't hear boner yeah oh my gosh <laughs> so anyways i have kids i do the whole drop off before i go to work so like you get there's a lot of stuff that that goes on behind the scenes yeah right? yeah so yeah, yeah. work-life balance for both of us it looks a little different yeah. because of aaron's at home situation so she's married she has three children. They are also in extracurricular activities, uh, at least some form of art and or sports, multiples thereof. Right. I lead a very different lifestyle. I'm single. I have no children. I live in Los Angeles. Um, so 
what I do before and after work looks very different. Mm-hmm. You Why know? don't we go through our like typical day? Okay. Something like that? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you start. Okay. My typical day, if I'm working out that day, I wake up at 4.35. That's right. Not 4.30. That's right. Not 4.40, 4.35. Mm-hmm. Because I have strategically figured out how to get ready and out the door by 4.50 to make it to a 5 a.m. workout class. Same. So the night before, I have to do this ritual or I will not work out. I have to actually physically take the clothes out of my drawer, put them on like on a chair in my closet and put the shoes and the socks and the headband and the workout. If I don't do that, I'll be like, oh, I'm not ready. I don't have enough time and I'll go mm-hmm. cancel my class and go back to sleep. So that's my ritual. I put all my stuff out the night before. I fill up my water bottle. I make a cup of coffee before I leave, drink like a quarter of it on the way to the workout class. So mm-hmm. 4.35 and I have to go to sleep by 9.20, be in bed by 9.20 so I can try to fall asleep by 9.35 so I get seven hours of sleep. Yeah. That's what a freak I am. But no, if I do I the same exact thing. Yeah. Work out from the same cloth. I, I look backward. Yes. So when I do a 6 a.m. class, that means I have to I have to wake up at 5.35. Yes. Yep. And just enough time to make an AeroPress, get ready, everything like that. And I'm in the class and I get, I start right on time. I don't sit there and kiki in the lobby in the waiting room. Like I'll sit in my car if I'm early and I just go straight in. But I look backward. I'm like, if I know I go past 1030 PM, Mm -hmm. I'm screwed. I don't, I don't wake up or I got to push my class back or I'm just like, no, Mm -hmm. I have to put myself to bed. Because after you get under like seven hours, when you creep into that six hour, I feel like, ooh. Me too. It's, it's, you feel just cranky and you have a headache and all those things. So you do the 5 a.m. class. 5 a.m. Because... So I get 5 a.m. to 6 a.m., come home, get ready. I have to leave my house by 7.15 with my kids to get all my kids to school. So that's something that really is really important to me. I like to drop my kids off at school. It's a ritual that I want to be a part of. Sure, I could have someone else drop them off. My husband, grandma who watches our kids, I'll get into that. But no, that's like my thing. Like I'm very strict about it. And before when we had, in the, we're in the beginning stages of this business, I had less boundaries with my personal life and family and I would be like well no grandma's gonna be there they, she can take them to school but some things I'm steadfast about like mm-hmm. I have to take them to school and drop them off yeah so I drop I drop off at two different schools um then on my way I usually I'm I kind of funny I like to make breakfast at my house but I like to have one a coffee out too in the same way yeah like the work the pre-workout coffee and then on my way to work yes. I have a coffee like I support local same Phil's coffee sponsor me please Phil's 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 <laughs> Mr. Phil where are you Is there really Mr. Phil Yeah his name's Phil Oh and he has a son named Jacob who's fucking hot Jacob's there's a there's a coffee named after him uh, Is he Jacob something married? or other I I don't know I mean Phil I've been going to Phil's coffee since uh, San Francisco days. Because that's where it originated, yes, right? Yes, like yeah. the 24th and Mission location, yeah. I was there all the time. Then when I worked at the W, I went to the ballpark location. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've been to every location in San Francisco, I swear to God. The, I used to buy the cash drawer. I would go to the Sausalito location when it was open. Now here in Southern California, I bounce between Glendora, no, the Glendale location and the Pasadena location. I go to the downtown location, Santa Monica. I've gone to Fullerton. I've gone to La Jolla. I've gone to Long Beach. I've gone to Huntington. You've been to like, South Coast too, right? Of course, Costa Mesa. <laughs> Of course, Costa Mesa. <laughs> so I I plan my day. Like, I'm a freak. I will, I, I, my gym is strategically by the one of the Phil's locations. Yes. So that I work out and all I think about is Phil 
Phil's not Phil, the man Phil, although he's sweet. Um, and that's my treat. So I def it's, but when people say, Oh, save money by not buying coffee out. I'm like, fuck you. I'm gonna buy coffee out because it supports local. Exactly. And it's like the small treat in my life. Yes. Like I love it so much. Well, you save money on other stuff, you know, but for me, like I like to make, I eat like almond butter toast with banana almost every morning. Even eating out, I don't like how other people make that. Mm-hmm. So I would rather make that at my house. So I'm saving like $5 a day eating oh, yeah, breakfast yeah, at my house. At and then I'll get my coffee to get to the office. I usually get to the office by about 8 o'clock. And then I start seeing patients at 9 o'clock. So I have that 8 to 9 o'clock hour to do answer emails, um, you know, just do more of the business side of things before. And 9 o'clock, hit do the ground running. Do you have a lunch break? Yes. Oh, sorry. I went ahead. So nine o'clock, you hit the ground running. Yes, hit the ground running. But I am very particular. I will rarely, rarely like get to my office after nine o'clock. Like I usually like to be 10 to 15. I'm always eight o'clock, but I'm at least 10 to 15 minutes early, like focusing on getting ready for my morning. Yeah. Because if any patient shows up early, I'm seeing them early. Like that's how I stay on schedule. Yeah. So a lot of times doctors, I fucking hate this. And I'm sorry if you do this out there. Like, if you have an 8 a.m. appointment and the doctor rolls in at like 8.15 or 8.30, I'm That's like, so rude. Are you serious? And it's one thing like if you had an emergency, you're a, a, a OBGYN, you're delivering a baby. Like I understand all those things, but I remember. I think it's a power thing sometimes. Yeah. Or but they just cruise it's, in. No, but I, I maybe, but I also think it's how the office runs. Mm. You know, like if it takes like someone walks in, it takes 10 minutes felt paperwork and then the front girl's checking them in. The MA takes five minutes to go get them because they're talking on their phone or someone in the back. Like it's because it's, it's a not trickle streamlined. down yes. effect. Yeah, it's not efficient. So I remember one time when I was at my gynecologist, I, it was like an 11 a.m. appointment, which is such a rookie move. You talk about travel, I'll talk to you about booking medical appointments. You never book the, like the last ones before lunch because they were always behind because they had the whole day to run behind. So I walk in full waiting room. They're like, it's going to be like an hour, two hour wait. I'm like, it's cool. I'll reschedule. But I need an 8 a.m. I need to be first seen 8 a.m. Like I need to be in and Let out. Let them fast. know. So I come at like 7:55. You know that they yeah. don't open the damn doors till 8:03. And know? your appointment's at eight. I hate yes. that. And so I was like, okay. And then someone walks in like after me, and they take her first. And I'll, and then I was like, um, okay. And they're like, I'm like, you remember like when I rebooked last week? I had to be like first in, first on the schedule, not like double booked first. Put me first. So then I go back and the girl's like, okay, the MA is really nice. Taking, she's like, okay, um, it was a PA too. The PA should be here really soon. I was like, and it's like 8 20. I'm like, she's not here. Like, oh, did you call her out? And I was like, she's I'm not here. I'm getting my popcorn. Sorry. I'm like, oh, spill it. So wait, 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 wait. So she wasn't there. No, she wasn't there. And, and so- you made the MA. I, I just love it. I wish I would I would have been in there too, being like, for real, girl, keep it real. You don't have to cover her ass. Yeah. Is she not here? <laughs> no, she says, she's like, she'll be here soon. I was like, okay, let me put my little paper gown on and sit my naked ass on this like cold, cold table, table while I don't even know when the person's going to be here. And so then it's like 20 minutes later. So it's like 840. No. And, and, and I was like, okay, look, I just need my cervix scraped for my damn pap smear. You're like, you know what? Let me help you out. I'm gonna loop it up right here. Let me put my leg up here. Exactly. And I'm gonna scrape my own <laughs> cervix. Just give me the fucking cup to wipe it in. Yes. Okay. Let me help you. Yes. Out. And she's like, it just walks in. I don't know her. It's like first time, whatever. And she's like, hi, you know, I'm so-and-so. Okay. Nice to meet you. Did you questions? call her out for being late? No, because that's how the system works. I'm not going to be that snatchy, but I'm like a good patient. Like, do you have any questions? I'm like, nope. I just need my breast check and I need my pap smear. Like, 
Okay, let's go. Okay, I'm good. I'll wipe my own like gel off. Let's go. I gotta yep, go. Okay, because yep. now it's nine o'clock when this pap smear should have taken two minutes, and that's why you run so behind. That's what people don't get in this medical industry. Yep. Sorry, we're talking about work like life balance. This, this is so off tangent, topic. But this is our podcast. So but we can talk about please, whatever. if you run a medical office, think about these things. So I'm always ten to fifteen minutes early. I have everything. I have everything like drawn up and organized and cleaned. I have my charts ready to go. I reviewed my first few patients of the day. Like I am ready for you. You. Yes. I am waiting for you. You're not waiting for me. Yeah, I think if anything, you are ahead. Yes, of you schedule. have to be. And the only time it, when I was working client facing with Aaron, like we were behind, is because of an f- absolute fluke. Yeah, like a it client happens. who needed extra time. Yes, you know what I mean. A client who because you had to slow down, or they might have fainted, or something like that. Like something beyond your control. Yes, but that is, I. It's going to be a long time to change. Like medicine like in that regard Mm -hmm. like the efficiency of it Mm -hmm. like the efficiency of a medical office Mm -hmm. like you're dealing with a lot of I mean it's just a running joke like yes um the fact that when I like luckily I have a job where there's some flexibility but I remember being an hourly employee at Chick Sporting Goods and I had the coolest boss ever Jen Wilson who um would let me if I had like a dental cleaning or something like let me have an extended lunch break but I know what it's like to be an hourly employee and be like if I come back an hour and 10 I'm gonna mm-hmm. get fired mm-hmm. you know and so like you think you come in 10 minutes early that you're gonna be seen on time that is not the case no, and, and it's so hard to hold back my kind of expectations because yes. we don't let any of our clients experience that no. you know what I mean or we are very clear we are clarifying and saying you know what Aaron's son had an emergency yeah and she had to go pick him up from school but she's meeting the grandma right now she's currently on foothill mm-hmm. so she will be here in approximately seven minutes and, and would then, you like a coffee while you're waiting yes exactly yes. could I get you anything are you okay is the heat okay in the room can I or just checking in and say hey I know you've been waiting in here for three minutes yeah. we're just letting you know we haven't forgotten about you like even when I put people yes. on hold I do the same thing yeah. so it's tough Aaron having high expectations okay, wait, can I tell you one more freak story about me too at the same gynecologist office when you're pregnant you like go to the gynecologist office. I know so, that's like your bestie I remember <laughs> I remember I was there too and I was like the doctor was runs like eight rooms like boom 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 right I'm like that's cool like get whatever. your hustle on whatever Grimes. and so for the MA I was like look I'm fine waiting. I know it's going to be about an hour because I can see that I'm room number seven in this queue. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to sit in the paper gown. So can you please just give me a little knock on the door before he's like, when he's in the room before me so I can just change like really fast? She's like, yeah, cool. So he walks in like an hour later and the MA didn't knock. And he's like, oh, you're not changed? And I was like, no, 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 fool. (laughs) You locked that door. You're like, you're staying in here. That's what I did. You're going to see this coochie anyways. So I'm just going to drop my drawers and don't even leave. I totally did that. And I did it. And the MA comes in and I was like, you didn't give me the heads up like I asked you to. And she just kind of looks at me and I was like, (laughs) you're a savage. I am But I'm like, you guys, like, and that is part of the reason why we started the treatment because I was like, rip my hair out with medicine. Like, so here's the thing. Stuff happens. People need more time. Patients faint, but it should be the exception not the rule for running behind. Yeah. Like I remember t- going, I'm, I'm going to stop the stories, but like you go to one doctor's office like, oh, you know, she usually runs two hours behind. I'm like, are you proud of that? Exactly. Is, that's a disclaimer. Exactly. Yes. Is, is that supposed to soften the blow? That no. means you guys are inefficient. You need to tighten your shit exactly. up. Exactly. And I mean, we see a ton of people 
sometimes in this industry you do double book because someone's numbing where they're filling out paperwork like efficiency though it is efficient yes it's because it's efficiency so you know when people are like well you know you need to really respect you know it takes a long time then don't book as many patients if you're not efficient mm -hmm. because it's not fair to people but then people think like oh i'm not seeing as much patients i'm not getting as much then money. get more efficient with it do your yeah. stuff beforehand get prepped so anyways i prep okay so i see my patients so a big part of your work-life balance how do we interweave that is that your work-life balance includes prep you prep by putting your workout clothes out yes i'm a huge prepper you have like for me i live and die by my calendar my prepping like that just works for me yeah, yeah. so i see my patients we see patients on a typical day from 9 to 1 30. we like to have a longer block in the morning because then when you have a 1 to 2 30 lunch it's kind of nice because then the day goes by a lot faster yeah also if you're intermittent fasting yeah exactly it's a great time to eat yeah if you're doing an 18 6 so <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't do that I, I do that I eat lunch at around 2 p.m. Usually. I have to eat like th every two hours like try I'm, it I used to be the same way I used to be an ornery bitch like <laughs> you don't understand I have to have breakfast I have low blood sugar and then <laughs> I, I didn't like, eat uh, breakfast one time and I worked out and I was like yo this is possible well so. I don't yeah I don't eat before I work out but anyways yeah. okay so then we go we do lunch we see patients till about 5 5 30 um and I'm always like doing my charts as I go along because I don't want I want to go home. I want to go see my kids afterwards. So um, that's a pro tip. I mean, a lot of people probably can't handle that. They have to wait till the end of the day. Yeah. Sometimes you do. Yeah. But I try to get all my charts done before. And then depending on the day, my kid might have baseball practice or softball practice or piano, try to go see them. We are very fortunate because um, grandma is our nanny. So she is able to pick our kids up from school, mm. do homework with them, take them to activities. But we do try to be home, uh, you know, some, meet, meet them wherever they are by 530 or six. Yeah. And then um, we are very blessed. She usually like helps start dinner for us and then go home, help the kids with their normal stuff, but then try to start doing the wind down by like seven, eight o'clock. And I'm really big. I try to put my kids in activities that don't uh, go so late. I mean, I know it's impossible mm. as your kids get older, but you know, we try to just have that balance too. Yeah. So that's a typical day. If I work in Claremont, if I work in Newport Beach, I still wake up at 435, but I leave and get on the road before 5 a.m. to beat traffic to go to a six o'clock workout class down there. So you go in your gym clothes with the change of like your outfit for the yes, day. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I am like, this is my uh, time hack, treat myself time. Usually I'll go to the dry bar, which is- uh, Treat yourself. Because it buys me an hour of time. Like I am buying time. I do that, I use that time to answer emails, catch up on work. Like a boss. Just You're get like, it done. excuse me. And if you go to the dry bar at Balboa Bay Club, they have free valet and it's super quiet there and it's awesome. So. There's a dry bar inside Baba 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 Balboa Bay Club. Oh, yeah, that's smart. The Fashion Island one, I can't stand that one. It's like too packed and like, really you have to like go it's, down escalator. It's all these girls that are like really self-important. <laughs> you're like, girl, you're just an influencer. Yeah, <laughs> like, look at it's photo. really not that big of a deal. I take the seven seven like fifteen a.m. blowouts. No influencer is getting their hair done at seven fifteen. Hey, <laughs> you never know. You never know. I'm, but, I'm that I don't mean to throw shade, but yeah. See, I would do the same thing. Like. People are like, oh, traffic sucks. It's like, well, it's not going anywhere. So you have to just accept it. And there are hacks. Yeah. That's why there are six, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. yoga classes. Mm -hmm. Orange Theory is what we prefer to do. And they yeah. have five o'clock classes. Um, so you work, you work, you get on the freeway. Yeah. Beat all the other chumps. Get to your spot. I mean, it's it's brilliant. I think there's hacks around it. And also at the, at the end of things. So like you leave at five o'clock with the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. You could do a workout class then. You could do a meditation. You could go have dinner or coffee with a friend. I usually go roller skate. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I did not expect well, when that. I work, well, when I, when I'm, when, if I have to go down to Newport, like sometimes I would work Newport, uh, like during the week, like, um, 
uh, nine to five. Yeah. I would take the, um, this is, it's funny because I've never done, I never did the orange theory, orange County classes because I'm so diehard to my trainers and I just, yeah. Um, so I've never done the ones in orange County, but I would do the 5am. I would calculate it. So I could do the 5am in my LA studio, then get ready, uh, wash and blow dry my hair myself and then get in the car and be prepared for an hour and a half of traffic. Like no doubt, hour and yeah, a half of traffic. But be. I already have I have two podcasts lined up, yeah. or I call a friend in New York because of the time time zone. Mm-hmm. Then I get to Newport, I pick up a fills at the Huntington Beach location. I order ahead, so it's an app. Yes. I order ahead, I swing by, I pick it up, I go to the office, um, and then I take my lunch around two p.m. And then afterwards, rather than going to hit the road at five thirty or whatever, I would do like a yoga class, or I would just I keep my roller skates in my trunk. Um, she really does like no <laughs> joke. Yeah. They blue wheels, right? They're blue. They're blue. They're blue on blue. Yes. I've seen them in your trunk on multiple I occasions. keep them. You never know if you have to flee a scene and you need to get on your skates. I mean, they take forever to put on, um, because they're super tight and like, they're like the nice boot skates. So anyways, I will skate along in Huntington beach on the boardwalk. Because it's super flat and mellow and I go, not during the summertime, I go when you can mm-hmm. like be bundled up and so you're like working a sweat but it's chilly and it's like cool people because it's like not, it's like the locals. And I skate and I listen to, sometimes I have like my Sonos speaker, well not the Sonos, I have like a little portable speaker, kind of like a boombox if I can't find my headphones or if I find my headphones, I'll put on some music and I just skate all, all the way down almost to Seal Beach. Really? Like I go back and forth and then I wrap around seven o'clock, then I when I was working crazy hours, I would just like go through flame broiler or something and just pick up a bowl. Uh, I'm such a bachelorette when it comes to my food. Like I do not cook full blown meals. Like I'm not a prepper. Like I'm, if Aaron and I could both like take a pill that would satiate our hunger so we wouldn't have to sit down and eat, we would both do it. I know. I love, you. Lo- you I you're love, passionate. I, I mean, I love food. Aaron is a very basic eater. I'm basic. Like she thinks pico de gallo is spicy. She's like, like ooh, ketchup. That's so much fucking flavor. <laughs> Where for me, I'm like, I live and die by bone marrow. I love black truffle. I love saffron. Um, I love all those exquisite finer things. Mm-hmm. But I love the art of dining. I love chit-chatting with friends. I love yeah. like the sexiness of like a candlelit meal and like flavors and stuff like like eating for me is entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I love going out to eat. Where Aaron, I'm sure when you have kids, eating is a pain in the ass. Well, I love it. Like all my, my husband and kids are all done eating and I'm like still making shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why am I doing this? new? Cause they just well, like when cooking, cooking. No, yeah. I'm talking about eating out. Oh, I like eating out too. Like I enjoy company and all those type of things too. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, um, it's another thing to plan and yeah. When, and with work life balance. Like, I don't know how some people like work at like commute like an hour and a half. Like if I did that from LA to Newport commute where I did a workout in the morning, an hour mm-hmm. and a half commute on each end. Um, worked seven hours like I would not cook a meal at home like the extent of cooking a meal for me is I throw some greens on a plate chop up some pre-cooked chicken and then toss it up with whatever dressing and some sort of cheese or whatever like I do not cook as a single woman like if I cook a beautiful meal that's all hot like a casserole or something I would like it would go to waste before I could feed anybody. Yeah, you know what I mean? But that's how you, you're still preparing food. It's not like you're going to take out every night. Cause you know, those. I've been there. Food. I'm not better than that. Okay. I'm wait, not, so I'm not, that's my, that's my schedule. Like what's your schedule? So, okay. So I'm, I'm much more flexible because I don't see clients like Aaron does uh, five days a week. So I am, I'm kind of a floater. So like 
when I, I live in LA, I live in Northeast LA, and so I am uh, 35 miles away from the Claremont location and about 50 from Newport. So I'm at Newport, uh, getting to Claremont, it takes me about 40, 45 minutes in the morning because I'm against traffic, so it's pretty mellow. Um, but I'm an early bird as well. Mm-hmm. So um, if I am if I have to be at the office like Aaron, like 9 to 5, I'll do uh, like a 6 a.m. workout. Um, I bang it out at Orange Theory. I pick up my coffee by Phil's. Oh, I also use AeroPress. Mm-hmm. So I have a shot of, I have two, a double shot of espresso before I work out. Work out, get Phil's afterwards. That's my treat. <laughs> Wash my hair. Because Aaron washes it every day regardless of whether or not she works out. For me, if I don't work out, I'm like, oh, I could get a few more days out of it. Just, you know, some powdered shampoo. Um, and then I, uh, I eat later in the day. Um, I'm not the type of person that needs a snack, like a handful of almonds every three hours. No, I don't need that. And then I leave work and then I am out seeing friends like five to six nights a week. Like I'm either, I'm super duper social. Like my neighbors joke. They're like, do you even live here? Cause I like, (laughs) I only see you when you're leaving in the dark and when you're getting home in the dark. Mm -hmm. Like I've always burned the candle at both ends. That has been my MO since I could legally work. Like you guys already know where we came from as far as working and our work ethic. But like, I feel uncomfortable when I'm chilling, like Netflix and chill. There has to be like a hot dude next to me. I don't Netflix and chill alone. I can't. That's so, I'm like, I'm just like, ah, and I get up and I'm like, I need to organize my rock collection or something. (laughs) Like I have to do something. I can't be here or I'll be like, oh, you know what? This is a great time to write a book. And so I'll like start writing a book or I'll be like, you know what? I got to (laughs) reorganize stuff and I'm going to go through a closet or like, I'm wondering what they're doing. And then I stalk somebody on Facebook. So like, I can never just chill and disconnect. Uh, like, well, I should say I'm getting better at that. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I have a hard time doing that. But when I want to disconnect, I don't, I want like spa day by myself. Like mm. that. I like, I go, since I'm so. My life is spa day by myself. <laughs> like, that's all I know is by myself. Lonely. That's, but so like for you. You are full though. of songs the past few episodes. I like know. Every... I, my life is just like one big soundtrack. And I, I just think in music. But um, yeah, so you want to, your relaxation is alone. Yeah, like like when my husband was like, "What do you want for Mother's Day?" I'm like, "I want to go to the Montage Spa, the best spa in my opinion, my favorite, by myself." Like, I just like to like. <laughs> what you don't want them to bring you breakfast in bed, a frozen egg? They do, they do do that too. It's so sweet, but like, I just like want to be like in my own head and just like quiet. Yeah, that's... but that's like every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Like even on a Sunday, like my one day off, I'm just like, "What are we doing? Where are we going? What are we doing? Are we on the farmers market? Or nah, what, what see, is the schedule? What, what's, no, no, what's no. Going on? For me, I have to recharge alone. Like it's very strange. I'm actually an introvert. Believe that. Think about that. Chew on that. I'm an introvert. I am. Like I have, uh, I, I give off extroverted. I don't think tendencies. people know that about you because you don't come off introverted. No, on social like media. people think, like, how can you be gregarious and outgoing and be an introvert? Yeah, it's because I recharge alone. Mm-hmm. I like to seek solace in being alone. Mm-hmm. I don't seek solace in the comfort of of somebody. I like to be left the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Like. People are like, like after a very busy day, after a very busy week, I'm like, don't talk to me. I'm completely fine being alone. I'm happy being alone. Like I really, really love it. And I'm grateful that I'm, I don't feel scared or lonely when I'm like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I can feel lonely sometimes, but like I, I recharge mm-hmm. alone. Some people recharge with loved ones. Yeah. I'm like, peace. <laughs> I'm like, you guys know where to find me. Uh, I'll see you later. You know, they're like, come over for dinner, Megan. Yeah. And I'm like, I had a really draining week. Yeah. So I need some time alone. And it's not because I don't love my family and I don't like hanging out with my friends. But you know, there are some people who are like, come on, let's go to the mall. 
I want you I, come with me to the mall. I'm like, no, when I go to the mall, I'm on a mission. Me too. Me too. I know where to park. I park at the Nordstrom's on the south side in that one little spot and I go in and out and I probably already have my shit ordered. Yes. So just ahead pick of it time. Up. And you looked at they had it in stock and had your size. Yes. Yeah, I'm saying that. So uh, that's, so that's my day. But like, I also have flexibility because I can work from home. Mm-hmm. So like on those days, oh, huge thing for me is sleep. If I get less than seven hours, that means I'm not balancing correctly. Like, um, I will not keep getting less than seven hours from having me work out. I think that's a weak excuse. I, I punish myself by working out really tired because it's like, see, did you learn your lesson? You shouldn't have had lack of sleep before you worked out. It doesn't feel good, right? So I try to put myself to bed by turning backwards. But I also go out at night. You do. Like, yeah. you guys are very surprised. Like, yeah, you guys are surprising. Like, damn, you're going out again? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm single. Like, I don't have a man to come home to. My man's not going to suddenly appear on my couch. <laughs> so I have like- two options. Online dating or being outside of my house. And those, it's a lot of work. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, I do not, and online dating is not an option for me. So, uh, I go out and hope for, like, that organic type of collision with guys, mm-hmm. you know, while I'm out doing things that hopefully they like, too. Yeah. I like to see live music. Uh, music is a huge thing for me. Um, I love, love, love going out. I like going to have cute meals with my girlfriends, uh, my guy friends too, platonic guy friends, um, grab coffee. So I rarely get home. Like I don't like work like nine to five and then go home and just chill. Yeah. Like I always have some sort of social activity an art gallery opening, some sort of social event. Um, but that's when I'm like, but now things are much more mellow because we have some flexibility. I could work from home. So I get at least these days, eight hours of sleep, which I so know. So even if you're coming home at like midnight, you can, you have some time to sleep in. Yes. I do have time to sleep in, which yeah. like sleep in is like a bad word in our family. Well, it's a dirty word. It has like a negative. Just your time is adjust. It's not sleeping in. Cause you're not sleeping beyond eight hours. It's just like yeah. your, your sleep is shifted yeah. to get those full amount of time. Exactly. Like I, like it's funny. Um, like I stayed at Aaron's house the other night and I was working until 1 a.m. Like I was mm-hmm. on, I was doing, I forgot that I forgot to like upload the text for a podcast or for some Instagram and I was up until 1. And of course her kids woke me up at like 7 a.m. They wanted to bring you coffee. I know, but I was like, you guys, like Mimi sleeping, okay? Mimi goes to bed five hours later than mommy, okay? They still wake my ass up even if I tell them not to wake me I up. I know, so. but it's just what like, they do. They're little alarm clocks. It's a blessing. <laughs> But also that's when I was like, oh my gosh, I like being, you know, I like having my space. Like Aaron will text me at 6.45 be like, what's up? You up? And I'm like, uh, I had a late night last night. Well, because you know why? If I cook dinner and I didn't make enough for you, you'd be like, why don't you cook me breakfast? Or sorry, breakfast. And I'm like, well, you weren't awake. Well, and if I wake you up, it's like catch 22. It's like, no. well, why'd you wake me up? It's like, because you'll get mad at me if I don't give you breakfast. I'm just fussy. <laughs> so know that about me. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll do, when I sleep in later, I'll do like the 10 a.m. Orange Theory. Mm. And that's with like moms. There's like seven people at the 10 a.m. Yeah, so it's nice. beautiful. Yeah. And that's what my... Because the moms usually go to 845 yeah. after they drop their kids off. That's true. Yes. But 10 yeah. is nice. 10 So I'll nice do time. 10 and then I'll do 12. It's a pretty chill group of people. It's really, really nice. And then I still get my fails, still get my fails coffee. And then I just shower and start doing emails and working from home. So like... It's, it's very flexible. Like I'm totally grateful that I can have kind of like, and then I could bop in and come to the, check out the shops and mm-hmm. check on people and do some stuff. So yeah, but a morning ritual is huge for me. Like yes. if I don't have, if I don't do my morning routine and it's not necessarily working out because I could work out in the afternoon. I don't like it as much, but I get it done. Yeah. Um, so my morning routine, I wake up, I have a moment of reflection. I do some personal readings. I read two different books. Uh, it's just, just a page each. And then I journal for as long as I want about anything 
anything at all. It could mm-hmm. be my fears, my insecurities. It could be about Do you just have a stuff. notebook or do you have like a certain book? You yes, I have a very specific notebook. I'm not going to tell you what it looks like because I know all of you guys are going to be trying to find it and look, it up, look up all my dirty secrets. But I've been journaling for probably like 12 years. Wow. Like on and off. I have journals strewn about my house, like different type, different moleskins, different colors, different composition books of just journals. And it's really fun to look back at it and look at the stuff I was worrying about mm-hmm. like seven years ago. Like, you know, like, oh my gosh, I hate Sean. I'm like, who the fuck is Sean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know who Sean is, you know? So it's just so funny that I'm like, huh, all that stuff that bothered me. So I love journaling. There's something about just writing anything, yeah. writing anything, and then I'm done. And then I do a little meditation. I usually average about nine to 18 minutes. It depends on the That's day. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah um, I do guided audio meditation, so I can't just do it alone. I get really finicky and weird, so I have a, a guide. Um, I also do, I do massage to life work balance. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. we work so, so hard, um, that I do massage. I think that's a part of, um, the balance. Mm-hmm. I do Reiki. I do some, uh, energy work healing. I also do therapy. So I am just, I got a team of <laughs> experts. Megan good. That, yeah. Oh, I'm not even including my beauty girls, like my <laughs> nail girls, my hair girls, my skin girls, my skin girls are here. You know what I mean? Of course. Uh, so I have a lot, I have a dream team that helped me stay sane mm-hmm. because I am known to drive this shit till the wheels fall off yeah. and the wheels fall off. It's not pretty. It's not cute. <laughs> I remember you would tell me that a lot. Like Aaron, the wheels are going to fall off. You're pushing it too hard. I know. Well, Aaron and I are different in the sense. Like I've always been more of like the crunchy, like not, I'm not super hippy dippy, but I did go to school in San Francisco for, I lived in San Francisco for eight years. So it's a very forward thinking progressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I was, you know, like I, I've, I've just been around a lot of different people. And so um, for me, I always picked up like, the only thing I haven't done is acupuncture. Mm. But um, I've picked up a lot of different things because I'm like, if this is going to help me, cool. And I'm also very open to it because I am, I'm a sensitive, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm -hmm. Like my heart is big. I don't hold anything back. I'm very emotional, um, which is a very good thing. And so I just have these things that make me feel good. Mm-hmm. I, I got to I gotta maintain it or mm-hmm. else I'm not going to be of service to anybody. And I think you need to figure that out for yourself. You mm-hmm. know, like your, our needs are different, and, but it takes time to figure out what you need or what I need to make us happy. Like everyone doesn't need the same thing. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, for sure. But it takes time to figure that out. Yeah, too. yeah. Some people don't need, a, you know, a Reiki healer. Yeah. But a if you do, you shouldn't apologize it. Oh, no, 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 no. Like I don't. It's so funny. I think... Like a few years ago, it might have been like a little, um, what's the word, like taboo to say like, I have a therapist. It's like, girl, I've had a therapist since I was eight years old. Well, when people don't like, have a therapist, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, do you yeah, get, like, how do you It's vent? like saying you, don't, you didn't get your pap smear this year. Or like, it's yeah. like, you need it. Like, you don't have a therapist? Yeah. Everybody needs yeah. somebody to talk to. Yes. Yeah. I love having a soundboard to, that I could bring my, my bullshit to and they could offer a fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, like... That is so, so important to me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, therapy is definitely nothing. There's nothing wrong for getting therapy. It's, it's nothing bad. You're not a bad person. I say go ahead, check your health insurance coverage because you probably have really good, you know. And even if you don't, there's places that have sliding scales. So I'm a huge advocate for therapy. Um, yeah, just self-care can look like different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, um, like Dr. Majestic said a few episodes ago, like self-care could, uh, or no, like, Treat, treating yourself means loving you for exactly the way you are, embracing yourself, self-acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you are completely distracted, you know, like you can't really show up for life. No. For me, no. I'm distracted when I'm in a lot of anxiety and fear. And I don't, 
drink alcohol. I haven't drank. I've been sober for 13 years now. So I have different coping mechanisms. Mm -hmm. Like some people can like take the edge off with a joint and a glass of red wine. Like I wish I could, but I don't stop there. So I can't have any, you know, so like I can't take it, take the edge off, you know, like I have to find other ways like roller skating. Like listening to music, like um, calling a friend who I know supports me and doesn't judge me, Mm -hmm. you know, because I've learned over time that like I have a lot of friends, but like maybe five that I call and make me feel like a better person afterwards. Yes. And I keep those people super close. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, for me, I have to find balance or else I just crash Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's not cute and it doesn't feel good. And and bouncing back from a crash like that takes a lot longer than just like maintaining and like. I've, you know, I've told people like, Hey, I can't talk to you until I do my routine. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I need to do it. There's something I know I'm, you don't text me for the next 90 minutes. I'm meditating. I'm like, I'll tell her that she'll be blowing me up. She'll be hitting me up. Be like, Hey, 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 Hey. I'm like, I'm putting you on mute right now. Like, please leave me alone. This could wait. This could wait while I was I'm like, meditating. I'm sorry. I didn't know your meditation schedule, but okay. I know. I won't text you. Yeah. I mean, and it's hard. Like it took me a while to really learn like what. To, to really work, learn what feels good and it's okay. It might be a little different because sometimes I would feel bad. Like, oh, am I a piece of shit for waking up at 9 a.m.? You know what I mean? Like, because I grew up in a family where it's like you were up and out at 6 a.m. regardless of the weekend or not. Yeah. You know, and I had to learn like, well, that's okay, Megan, because you get a nice eight hours of sleep. You did something that really filled your cup the night before. Like mm-hmm. you saw a live jazz band. You saw some good friends. Yeah. You, you had a great time. You're feeling inspired. You're feeling like creative. You go to sleep. You wake up. You have a nice little moment to meditate. You work out, whatever. Like, And you're getting your job done. The things yeah. done you need to. Yeah, exactly. I think it affects you when you're not like taking care of your household or your work or your kids and you're doing those things. Yeah, like and being honest with yourself. Like, are you yeah. slipping? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, have you not washed your hair all week? You know, like, is mm-hmm. your pile of laundry? That's, girl, you got to figure, you know, you got to, yeah. there's a, there's enough time in the day. You yes. know what I mean? And if it means paying for somebody to do your laundry, so be it. I've been there at one point. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever you got to do to make it happen. Don't feel mm-hmm. bad about it. If it works for you, it works for you. As long yes. as you're not hurting anybody else, getting your job done, then do it. It might look a little weird. Aaron's, Aaron, you know, is done with a lot of her stuff by 6 a.m. Sometimes. I'm just getting home at 6 a.m. Oh, shoot. <laughs> that happens like once every 18 months, so don't get it twisted. It's, it doesn't happen a lot. It doesn't, but sometimes... Nothing's open at 4 a.m. in L.A., right? Uh, the, some people's houses are. Oh, shoot. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like, as long as you... It, it's okay. Like, yes. it, things are very non-traditional these days, too. Yes. I mean, like, 20 years ago freelancing or whatever, like creative, you know, where I could be like from anywhere didn't exist. No, you're at a desk from nine to five. Yeah. So like, why but not? But you set, it took time, but you eventually set it up that way. So you could live this lifestyle. Yes. Like if you are a PA, you're not going to have that luxury, most likely mm-hmm. to be able to have those later nights or things like that. But you knew that that kind of lifestyle wouldn't make you happy. Yeah. So you did things years in advance to make sure you had that lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. I mean, my first job out of college was a swing shift. Yeah. 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. I love that. Yeah. I got out at 11 p.m. and the club was popping. Yeah. As soon as I walked in, it was perfect. I didn't have to wait for everyone to come in. So yeah, I, I'm like really happy with my work-life balance. Mm-hmm. It wasn't always that way. Like I've had some really intense calls with my mentor where I'm like, I'm falling apart, you know? And she's like, have you worked out? Have you slept? Have you mm-hmm. eaten? 
And I'm like, nope, nope, and nope. And she's yeah. like, well, maybe you should do those things and let me know how you're feeling. But you have to prioritize them, right? Yeah. So I think that's a lot of times what sometimes people will say to me, like, how do you do it all? How do you get it all in? It's not easy. You know, it isn't easy to work out and have a full-time job and take care of kids or take care of yourself. Like, it's hard. And yeah. stuff doesn't always get <clears throat> done either. But you have to think about, like, if you want those things, you have to work really hard for it. Mm-hmm. Like, even me, like, I sometimes think of my kids' sporting, like, practices – I sometimes think if the moms think I'm really bitchy because I'm usually on my phone all the time, typically answering DMs or emails. Like mm-hmm. that's for me, that's my time where I'm getting work done strategically. So yeah. I'm not like chit chatting it up because I have stuff to do. I'm on my laptop. I'm doing things. But yeah, that's just how I'm able to get stuff done. Yeah. I mean, I think when I hear like I don't have enough time, I just, I, I, I mean, if I'm close to the person, I'll stop them and correct them and be like, it's just not a priority. Exactly. Yeah. And they're like, what? And I'm like, exactly. If you say you don't have enough time to work out, it's just not a priority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've told myself that. I never say I don't have enough time to work out. I do. Yeah. It means waking up at 435. Mm-hmm. And when I, I have some friends, when I tell them that, they just, they're like, no, no, no. And they come up with excuses. I'm like, listen, it's just not a priority. Yeah. And they're like offended. I'm like, it's just not a priority. It's a priority. To, and that's fine. Yes. It's fine if working out is not a priority. But for me, my mental health comes from the physical activity and whatever the fuck happens to my nervous system, because I don't, my mentor said the same thing. I was in a really cranky mood for like eight months and she was like, have you broken a sweat this week? And I'm like, no. (laughs) And she's like, you need to go walk around the block right now. Yeah. She happens to be an incredible uh, yoga instructor and personal trainer. So she's like, because for years I was told working out is how you lose weight. Working out is meant to lose weight. You got to get rid of that belly, get that butt tight, whatever with working out. So I would always do working out for a short period of time and then be like, fuck it, it didn't work. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then I don't work out forever. Yeah. So I finally took on this challenge from you. It was funny. I was like complaining about my body or something. I was like, eh, I just feel so gross. And you're like, I bet you can't do a month of orange theory. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, watch, watch me. Cause do you orange. were being whiny. So <laughs> I know that's the thing about Aaron. She's like, stop whining and do something about it. So Aaron was like, I bet you, she's like, if you could do a full month of the, at least three workouts a week, then I'll pay for your first month. And I was like, mm-hmm. challenge accepted. And I've been doing it for now a year. Mm-hmm. And I love how I feel afterwards. And I have lost weight, I think. I don't really weigh myself because the number could be very triggering for me. But um, what I've noticed is that I feel uh, grateful that my body works. Like, I think the gratitude that comes from a really good workout, the fact that my knees work, my back isn't in pain, you know, as much as I want to say about my body, like, Ooh, that's too big or that's too this or that's too that. But instead I'm like, Oh my gosh, like these, these thighs just lifted all this body from a squat, you know, or like I was able to run for six minutes without stopping. Like I have major gratitude and my, my attitude has changed a lot. You could probably comment on that. Yeah. I mean, I've been happier. I've been less cranky. Well, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. no, you, you have been, you're in a good place. And that's more of a, pr- that's a priority for me. Yeah. Like, so there have been some times where like, I seriously, this is what I do. I, my Sunday night is all about scheduling. Yeah. I look, I, I plan on my orange theory classes. And if I see I have so, a social event, like I have a concert at 10 PM on Wednesday, I work out in the afternoon on Thursday. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to yes. play myself. Yes, that's what I do I'm too. not going to be like, Oh, Megan, you'll get up or I cancel or I late cancel. It's like, no, let's be realistic. And a concert on a Tuesday does not mean I'm not going to work out on a Wednesday. I could get it in. Yeah. I don't like afternoon classes, but I still do it yes. because I have a choice. I either forego the concert and go for the morning workout or go to the, mm-hmm. the concert and do a midday. Yeah. So that to me is what's most important. Uh, if I say I don't have time to cook, 
uh, I'm just not making it a priority, and I fully accept that. Yeah, and if it's not your priority, it's fine. It it's not my priority. No, no. So. Yeah, it's just finding time. I will give the one caveat because I've been there before. If you have children under the age of like three or four, those fuckers don't sleep. Yeah. You know, so it's not. <laughs> I get it. Like when people are like, I can't wake up. You know, like my kid was up four times last night. Yeah, I don't expect you to wake up for a five a.m. class. Like I mean, yeah. a lot of people do. But I'm like, you take that full excuse, honey, because it is hard. You know, you have to wake up. You're nursing the baby. Like, you can't, like, I, to me, that's a full-on excuse, and that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, Especially if you're working, too. You know, if you're fortunate enough or choose to be a stay-at-home mom, you know, like, you can get those walks in with the strollers and things like that. But Mm -hmm. if you're a full-time working mom with little kids, it's fucking hard to work out. So don't beat yourself up about that. I, like... I give an excuse and not that's to why work you, out. YouTube videos are great too. If you want yeah. it, they have five minute workouts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I live the luxury of a single woman with mm-hmm. an IUD. So <laughs> I'm, I'm living the life, you know? Um, so I can do those, you know, those classes. But I think what's most important, like the takeaway work-life balance is like, you know, we live and die by our calendar. Yes. Like I Pre-pair. calendar. Yeah. Calendar invite. I look at the week beforehand. Like mm-hmm. I seriously look at like this, my social activities, travel time, uh, is my laundry clean? Like mm-hmm. I check on Sunday, make sure I have at least seven days of workout gear yeah. because I don't want to be coming up on Wednesday with the, the sports bra, that one sports bra I don't like. You know, you have those outfits. I have have a pair of workout pants. They're shants, those pants that cut like at the very unflattering part of your legs. So they're not shorts (laughs) and they're not pants. I have a pair of those that like, I'm almost sure next workout, at least it's going to rip a hole in the crotch. I'm just like pushing the limit. I was one time in an orange theory class and I did a squat and I heard a, no, I was lying on the bench and I scooted down and I heard a, and I was like, (laughs) oh shit. And I tried to look and I, and I like felt down there and yep, I ripped a hole in my pants. Did you leave? Yeah, I did. I just put a hand over my butt and I, it looked like I was holding like my pee pee. Like I had to go to the bathroom. I was like, well, I gotta go pee pee. No, but I was holding my butt and they're like, Megan, where are you going? I was like, I ripped my pants. I like, see you later. And it was like mid, it was like 30 minutes into the workout. So I have a, you know, you got to make sure your, your, your workout gear is clean and ready to go. Cause that's a great excuse not to make it to a class. Yes, Um, even for me, like my kids' stuff, I make sure their lunches are packed the night before. I know where their stuff is because the worst thing is waking up in the morning and feeling frantic and starting your day. Like, where's your that fucking fucks shoe? Everything up. Where's your damn shoe? Like, yes, yes. Preparation. I, you know, getting gas the night before is huge. Mm-hmm. I don't wait until the morning. Um, we are just definitely prepared because we have had enough life experience that your morning can be fucked up. Yes. If something is off. Yes. You know, and sometimes it happens. And if it does, you just reset as best as you can. Mm-hmm. But like, why not do as much as you can to prepare? Absolutely. So it's not easy, but no. it's doable. Yes. We si se puede. Hard. Si se puede. Yes. There's no excuses, guys. Just remember, when you say, when you're about to say that excuse, I don't have time. Just hear the voice, hear my voice saying, babe, it's just not a priority. And that's okay. All right. Like so when you that. say, Megan, I don't have time to work out. I say, babe. You do. It's just not a priority. Mm-hmm. And working out doesn't have to mean an hour of fucking boot camp. No. That's a huge misconception. I used to think that if I didn't do an hour boot camp, it wasn't a workout. Who cares? You know what I mean? It could yeah. be whatever you mean. It could be stretching, whatever. Just getting in touch with your body, I think, is super huge. The mind, body, spirit, balance. I can do a whole episode on spiritual stuff, but. We'll get there. Yeah. We're on episode 10. Okay. And, and we're just going. Yeah. When we get to 100, maybe we'll do something special. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for checking out our work-life balance. I hope you guys learned something about us. 
uh, how we tick, how we operate. And as always, make sure to follow us on Instagram through Thick and Skin Podcast. And then also subscribe to our YouTube. And then check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you, guys. Thank you.